When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another captaincy video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. Here we will discuss our plans. Um, I usually say to Captain Salah, but it's a bit different this time around. Um, other uh, players are in contention. Uh, our plans to captain whoever in game week 12. My name is Joe and joining me to discuss the best armband candidate, Fantasy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, it's been nice to have a few days off before um, or ahead of a really busy period now. I think we've got nine, ten game weeks before the end of the year. So, um, yeah, it's been nice to take a few days off and uh, a bit of a pause before the madness begins. Yes, so. definitely. It's been quite nice um, to do that. Um, I, I was slightly busy with uh, videos last week and I had a new Meet the Manager video out. And so I do urge people to go and have a look at that as well. That was something, quite any time, it's about... Um, it's with uh, Simple Goal, uh, otherwise known as Dave, who uh, runs a league for um, fantasy Premier League managers and their children. Um, and can we learn anything from their children? So quite a few notable names like Mark Southerns, etc. and Son are in that league. So well worth uh, looking at. Uh, before we look at the captaincy candidates, I understand you've got a few words to say about uh, fan team. Yep. So we're partnered with fan team um, over at Scout. Um, there is the season long game, which we uh, we usually mention on this, but also the weekly monsters. Uh, the weekly monsters are essentially a, a free hit kind of squad for the game week. And I believe that the game week 12 one is going live very soon, either today or tomorrow. So um, have a look in the description below and um, get involved if you like the sound of it. But they're, they're a lot of fun. Great. Um, we'll have a look at the uh, main candidates now. So usually we say we're going to Captain Salah. Goodbye, everyone. Um, but his mm-hmm. dominance as the permanent captain could be put to the test this week, particularly among the FPL dreamers um, who think that Conte and Spurs, a lack of catch up, uh, will pour some life and FPL points into Kane, Son and our FPL teams if we own one of them, that is. Um, so let's start with Kane and Son. Salah has Arsenal. Kane and Son have Leeds. Um, Kane has... Uh, see, I wrote this note here. Kane has an international hat-trick. He has two international hat-tricks. <laughs> seven yeah, goals. Yeah. Um, so he added another four by the time I wrote these notes yesterday. And he's playing further forward for club and country. You probably noticed that. Um, so can Kane and indeed Son challenge uh, Salah for the captaincy? And which is best? So, yeah, two questions there. Can they challenge Salah? <laughs> and who out of Kane and Son is the better? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I do think that that Salah Old Trafford hat trick has maybe scared people a little off moving off Salah. You know, that mm. week it was quite a few people went for Havertz when he had um, Norwich at home and people felt like moving the captain to see them that week. And they just got punished beyond belief. I mean, what was it? 7-0 for Chelsea. Havertz, mm. no attacking returns at all. And they really got punished for it. That shouldn't essentially, you know, play it. You've got to treat this game week as a standalone round of fixtures. 
And so Kane and Son are the probably outside of Salah are the best options, mm. aren't they? I think um, this week, I mean, what, we've had two games of Conte mm-hmm. um, since he came in. We had the Everton 0-0. Um, when Spurs didn't have a shot on target in the last round of fixtures. But before that, we had the, the win over Vitesse in Europe, which was a bit more lively. Um, they've used a 3-4-3 in both matches with Maurer as the third third attacker. And Kane, you know, he, he's looked a little lost this year, hasn't he? Mm. Um, following the kind of the Man City speculation in the, in the, in the summer. But back-to-back um, hat-tricks and, and four last night albeit against weaker opposition. Um, you know, Albania and San Marino um, certainly aren't at anywhere near the level of the Premier League sides, but it will do his confidence um, no harm at all, will it? No. Um, it will give him a bit of a boost. Son has been away on international duty too. There was talk of him having mm-hmm. a little knock, but he's uh, he's fine, I believe. So um, it's interesting. We've got a couple yeah. of players now who are relatively mm-hmm. low-owned um, to shake things up a little bit. Yeah, what um, we... I mean... <laughs> Also, what we've got here with Kane and Son, it's something, I mean, we, we have got some stats we're going to put up about players shortly um, when we discuss some of the other options and see how they compare. But I find the interesting decisions around captaining Kane and indeed Son are, are based around um, that terrible feeling of gut feeling. <laughs> that terrible um, doesn't mean anything. People want stats. They want research into this. Yeah. And, and you have to use the eye test. You have to see where Kane is playing. But you also have to look at the fitness levels of Spurs. They have one of, if not the unfittest teams in the Premier League, um, which is why Conte has, has banned ketchup, etc. for them. Um, and, but also, you've got to look at where Kane's playing, where Son's playing. Um, can Conte uh, bring them around? I don't doubt Kane and Son for any minute, but it's the other lads I have a problem with. Yeah. And, you know, Are they up to it? And so I wonder with Leeds, and Leeds, Leeds defence is getting better. Um, but I just wonder, if Kane is coming back on those hat-tricks. So it's that feeling of like, will those those back-to-back hat-tricks for his country? He has also scored a hat-trick for, for Spurs before um, in, in, in the Europa League conference, whichever they're uh, in. Um, so it, it's a feeling, of, it, has that sparked his, his renaissance? Um, is he over... Um, whatever was going on in the summer about his move, is he now just thinking records? He clearly is with England because he's broken a couple this week. Um, in a, I mean, he's starting to challenge the likes of Dixie Dean, and it's, I mean, he's going going way back sure. now. He's, he's becoming historic, um, and and I think that could could play into his hands with Spurs. With the picture we got up on the screen is Kane with Conte, and when he looks, I mean, I, I've never saw any pictures of him with Nuno. I never saw any comments about it, but he can't, someone like Kane must have looked at Nuno, Nuno and just thought, what the hell is going on here? But he looks at someone like Conte, um, you know, on the training pitch and he's thinking world-class, absolute yeah. top manager. So for me, yeah. Kane's still my vice captain. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, but he's, but, but he's very near to being the captain. He's in your team as well. Is he going to be your captain? Yeah, he'll he'll be the vice captain for me. Um, I think that I think going back to what you said, I think everybody's concern at the moment is is the supply line there for Spurs. Yeah. And you look at that team, and the the creativity is probably going to come from the wing backs and mm. the wide areas because they're setting up with a back three, yeah. and then you've got Hoiberg and Skip in front of that. But I do think in a Conte system, I don't think they're necessarily reliant on one player for creativity. No. I think that. 
his patterns of play, which he's used throughout his managerial career, will ensure they do create chances. Yeah. I think they'll be fine over the next few yeah. fixtures. I think they'll tick along. Yeah. This game is probably one of the trickier ones that they've mm. got, though, against Leeds out of this next run of four, yeah. which we're all looking at. I mean, you touched on it then that the, the Leeds defensive numbers have improved and yeah. they have since that Liverpool game mm. when they got beaten comfortably. Um, I think they've conceded seven big chances over the uh, or since game week five. But opposition, we've got to think about. Yeah. You know, they've played um, Norwich, Watford, Newcastle during that time. Mm. And fixtures often dictate that kind of thing and form and and defensive yeah. numbers and things like that. They still concede. I think they've still conceded in their last three, albeit just one goal in each of them. Um, I think looking at Leeds and from working, you know, and uh, scout over the past few months and even last year, you know, I've always noticed they tend to give up more chances from the centre of the pitch. Mm. Um, which is obviously the zone Kane's working in. And I don't know about you, Joe, but if I, you know, people say, who do you prefer, Son or Kane? If both of them are playing at a good level, I'd always take Kane over yes. Son. That's not to say I, I love Son, Son as well. I started the season with him. Mm-hmm. He's a very good option. But if they're both at that level mm-hmm. where they're both firing, yeah. um, I feel more comfortable as yes. a Kane owner. Because, I'm I mean, kind of scared of Kane when he's at that level and I don't Kane, know him. Kane is on penalties. Um, yeah. So there's there's that to him as well, but also with Son um, and Kane in the current setup with Conte, Conte has, has repeatedly spoken about the importance of Kane playing up front, being that centre yeah. forward. Yeah. So it, that indicates that Son is one of a number of players who is there to feed Kane. Son is not there to be up top to be the main man, with Kane feeding him. It's it's the other way round. I mean that's. Whether, whether that transpires to be the case, but that's all we can go on at the moment. And so for me, um, Son is a good option if you think Kane's going to do yeah. well. Someone's got to assist him. Also, Son gets those five points compared to four yeah. for, for a goal. But, but for me, yeah, it's penalties. It's things the managers are saying. It's the fact he scored, I know, against very lowly opposition, but nevertheless, seven goals for a striker who is, is chasing records across the board. I think that says to me yeah. he is a, a strong captain. Yeah, it's not going to do him any harm at all, those goals, is it, coming back mm. into it? Um, Conte's had Liverpool limited time with the team, you know, but there have been some squad players training with yeah. him over the break. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll um, I think we'll see improvement from yeah. them over the next few weeks. Whether or not I'm happy as an owner to, to vice this week, monitor that mm. performance. Yeah. And if he performs, then once the next three come about, I think it's Burnley next, but then after yeah. that, they've got two home games, then we might revisit and he might be at a point where we can yeah. say, we're yeah. going to captain Kane and vice Salah or whatever. But at the moment, a really good option this week. Yeah. Um, that's where I'll be looking if I don't want to go yeah. with Salah. Yeah. Um, but, but maybe not quite at the Liverpool man's level. And I, yeah. I, I think we have to look at, I mean, a lot of people don't like to look at ownership, but I think you have to. When you've got a player like Salah, who is um, you know, around my rank, he's looking at something like 180, 190% effective ownership. So if I've, I've got him and I'm not captaining him, that's 80 to 90% of a player's points, yeah. a, the best player in the Premier League's points yeah. that go yeah. against me immediately. Whereas Kane at the moment, around my rank, last week was about 5%. It's currently about six or seven. It could get up to 10. But in the top 10,000 where I'm not in, so if you're watching and listening in the top 10,000, it was around... 25% ownership, one in four yeah. last week. And that's before back-to-back hat-tricks. So I'm anticipating that to be much bigger, maybe 50%. So yeah. 
So I think he becomes, um, you know, in terms of effective ownership, he, he, no longer a differential depending on where your rank is. For, for, for where I am in the rankings at the moment, and maybe for yourself, I think he is still a strong... Simply owning him and him doing well is enough. But captaincy, Salah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel too. What, what yeah. is the case yeah. for Salah? It's against Arsenal. So on paper, that doesn't look too appetising. But what is the case for captaining Salah? Well, elite, elite numbers, elite goal threat... Um, consistency, you know, Salah's blanked once in 11 game weeks and that was way back in game week two. He hasn't quite hit those heights over the last two game weeks, but he's still ticking over with a couple of assists. Mm. Uh, Mane, um, lost my earplug too. I've lost, uh, yeah, so so possibly Mane as well. Um, You'd expect Jota to be a little bit more secure now. Um, Simic has to come in, Oxlade-Chamberlain. Will that have an effect on Liverpool? I don't think Robertson's been at a great level this year anyway, so I don't think the left-back position will be harmed too much by this. Um, But you touched on Arsenal then, Joe, and um, they're in a good moment at the moment. You know, um, they're undefeated since game week three, I think it is, since that heavy loss against Man City. Back-to-back clean sheets. But again, like with Leeds, they've benefited from a kind of run, and we saw Palace ask quite a few questions of them only three or four games weeks ago. Um, so I think Liverpool, you would back them to score one or two this game week, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I think. And, you know, I had a quick look at where Arsenal have been conceding their chances. And interestingly, they've conceded more from their right since game week four than the left. I think it's a 35-23 split, which is which surprised me a little bit. Because when I watch Arsenal, it's the left back who is the more advanced, um, whether that be Tierney or Tavares. They seem to get a lot higher up the pitch. And as a from a purely um, eye kind eye test kind of point of view, I'd prefer the right winger, which is Salah, to be attacking Arsenal because I think there seems to be more space. The data doesn't back that up, but certainly from what from what I'm seeing on the pitch, that would be the side that I would prefer. Um, and I think you'd, you'd back Salah in this fixture yeah. to get something. Yeah, I mean, I think he is. You know, if if a player is fixture proof, it is it, it is him. But I mean, let's see if the stats. Yeah back that up so there's two two usual sorts of stats we look at the opposition and um the expected goal involvements um recently of of players so let's have a look at the so-called whipping boys first um and uh yeah this shows that manchester united and watford that looks a game so we'll come to ronaldo in a bit later so they are two the two worst defenses at the moment um, but we have to go right the way down the list, really, to start looking at, say, Leeds, for example, with uh, four big chances conceded. They've actually conceded four goals and their expected goal uh, uh, conceded is just over four. So they're sort of on doing well um, in terms of what they should be. They're doing as they should be, really. Yeah. But but just just around where they are as well, with, with seven big chances conceded, is Arsenal. Um, with, um, they've had a couple of clean sheets. They've conceded three, but they should have conceded about four. So um, their defence uh, against elite finishers, they could perhaps be conceding some more. Um, yeah, there. that indicates. Yeah. So in terms of opposition, if it comes to Kane and Kane or Son against Leeds or Salah against Arsenal, if you're if you if you think for some reason at the moment that Leeds is the worst defence, it's possible that you need to have a look again um, at that because they're pretty much. Very similar. But you did say it was about the opposition the last four might might count yeah. in Leeds' favour. Yeah, I think those Arsenal numbers, um, they relied on a Ramsdale kind of masterclass at Leicester, didn't they, to keep a clean sheet? Yeah. 
Um, whether that happens every week or not, it's um, it's debatable. Um, I think they're improving defences, but I don't think they're great defences either of them. And um, for a player like Salah, I mean, we always we've seen already this season he's he's returned big against the best defences in the league whether that's Man City um, against Chelsea, albeit it was a penalty in that one, but Salah can do it against anybody. So when we're talking about um, maybe an upper mid-table defence in, in Arsenal, I'd still back Salah to get a return in that one. And yeah. um, He's still the go-to option this week, I think. Um, but of course, there are some other interesting players. Yes. And you can you can see Watford on that list at, yeah. the, uh, at the top. So maybe that opens well, up for those well, still owning Ronaldo, an option. Well, we'll look at expected goal involvement um, in a sec. I just wanted to welcome those that have joined us um, in the live chat. So there's nearly 400 of you so far. Thank you for joining us in your lunch time. Um, only 49 likes. So nine out of 10 of you um, haven't liked us yet. So even if you don't, just press it anyway. Um, so press that, that like button, please. Um, it helps something complicated to do with algorithms. But um, um, I'll leave the, that for the, the tech boffs <laughs> there. Um, but thank you to uh, Nuclear Atoms, um, Wayne Robinson, um, Adil, Daniel, uh, uh, Baker343, um, Linash, Tony, uh, Corey, John, Jack, uh, I was Jack Brokenshire, and that's Tony D as well. They're regulars uh, here. Um, thank you for so much for joining us. Um, and uh, if you do have any questions for us, um, we haven't got we haven't got too much time. This is quite a short video, but we'll, we'll try our best, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll cover them anyway um, when we look at some of the other options. So at the moment, we're looking at Salah, Captain Kane, and Son are very viable alternatives, and it does yeah. depend on where you are in the rankings in terms of where you want to, what you want to gain um, from captaining, say a differential or perhaps not a differential cane, depending on where you are. So let's look at expected goal involvement. This is for the last four game weeks. Um, it's the top 10 and I've added in Son, Kane and Ronaldo who aren't in the top 10 just for comparison. They're not, you know, too far behind. But nevertheless, they're not in that top 10. Um, so we can see Sal Salah's in a, a universe of his own. Um, with only really Firmino um, challenging him up there. Um, then you've got Aubameyang and King. Uh, Bowen, um, still uh, fixtures not so great for West Ham at the moment. But we might be talking about Bowen for the captaincy at some point soon. Yeah. Um, Benteke, Trossard, uh, Foden. We'll come to Foden in a bit. Um, Mane there for Liverpool, who may may or may not be injured. Um, I don't think. I think it was quite minor, but we'll yeah. wait to find about that. So the expected goal involvement for Mane is two point one six. He's at the foot of the top ten. With Salah, it's two point nine three. So nearly three goals there. But a bit further down there, uh, at one point six nine, expected goal involvement is Son. One point four is Kane. And Ronaldo, 1.16. Um, Son with a goal. Kane with a goal and assist. Cristiano Ronaldo with a goal and an assist. Um, so stats-wise, as I said, we haven't got much to go on for them. But yeah, looking at this table here, sort of cement Salah's role as a captain. But there are yeah. some other intriguing options, I guess. Uh, particularly yeah. maps Ronaldo, Foden. Yeah. yeah, I think Ronaldo is behind the names that we've mentioned. But it, we've said it before, it's Ronaldo. I don't think he's ever going to be a bad option for, for captaincy. I think he's got one goal in his last six. Um, and that highlights the issues at United. Um, Pogba's out again this weekend. 
Will they go four at the back? Will they go three at the back? There's just issues at United, aren't there? And it makes it very hard to captain somebody because you don't know which United's going to turn up. Is it going to be the United that has massively struggled over the last couple of weeks or the Man United that went to Spurs and comfortably beat them 3-0? It's hard to pinpoint, isn't it? Um, And Watford, uh, Watford, since Ranieri came in, they had that terrible start against Liverpool. Um, Since then, the last couple, I think they've just conceded one against Southampton and one against Arsenal starting to show improvement. Mm. I think they're a bit lucky at Arsenal. I thought, you know, Aubameyang had the penalty saved. I think they had a goal to Slough as well. So uh, maybe a little bit fortunate there. Um, But yeah, this, I personally wouldn't go to Ronaldo this week. I think the the three options which you mentioned before him are above him. But after that bracket, he's probably the best of the rest, I think. Yeah, Uh, I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm looking at these, um, this sort of defences, the last four. With Manchester United and Watford are the worst defences by, by a distance as well yeah. it, it, they're only real challenges for awfulness it's Newcastle Norwich and Villa your team there mm. but under new management of mm. Villa so oh, yeah. um, new era new era um, mm. Manchester United and Watford it, it, that says to me go I mean it could be the curse here and it'll be nil nil but that says to me that that could be could be some some goals in there so Ronaldo Maybe, maybe a, an option. Um, we have a, a we had a question of that. I was Nichelle asked about. He, he has both Ronaldo and Salah. Who do I captain this week? Well, I think you, I mean, you've already said it. Really, it was Salah. You would go with, yeah. um, but Ronaldo sort of behind an option, but yeah, I just don't. You know, you get so much confidence in watching Liverpool play at the moment at that attack, and you just don't get those vibes from Man United at the moment, no. and that gives me more confidence confidence to, to captain somebody like Salah because I know that Liverpool are going to create chances, and even against Watford, I, you can't you can't tell, say that for sure um, ahead of that game. In my opinion, um, I have a bit of trouble backing United assets at the moment with the captaincy mm. until we see uh, yeah. some better patterns of play and yeah. you know going forward. So um, let's look at the rest of the fixtures there. Um, mm. uh, I've mentioned Foden, uh, Man City against Everton. That looks like a great fixture. Um, yeah. And looking at the expected goal involvement and the top 10, um, it's, it's Foden, basically. Foden's your man. Yeah. If you're going to captain a Man City asset for this fixture, um, it would be Foden. I mean, is that, can he compete? With the likes of Salah, and is he still a you know if you want to do something a bit different, still a good option? I mean, he feels more nailed now, doesn't he? But it, I still have issues with um, you know Grealish was benched the last game week, wasn't he? Foden yeah. played on the left. I still have concerns about it that he he might be given the odd mm. benching. It feels hard to drop him right now, but it's an unusual time coming off the back of international fixtures, isn't it? You know, yeah. there is some rotation. People players sometimes pick up knocks without us knowing it. It just feels like Foden. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he'll start, but do I feel confident enough to hand the captaincy to him? Against Everton, Everton feel like a very mid-table team mm. this year, don't they? Yeah. Um, I think they're really missing Decore and I think they're really missing Calvert-Lewin. I think yeah. that um, Benitez generally knows how to set up his team. He's a good defensive coach, but um, they've had a couple of lapses against Watford and the first half against Wolves recently. Um, I don't feel confident enough to, to captain one of their assets. I, I think 
you know, you said Foden, but Cancelo probably. Well, we, much we have some shout, questions uh, in the live chat, yeah. like nuclear atoms for one, um, talking yeah. about Cancelo. And yeah, I mean, he. I mean, we'll talk about more on the Scoutcast tonight, but he's underperforming incredibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's more yeah, to come. Goals. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he scored in Europe, hasn't he? But um, not not in the Premier League. I don't think he's scored at all yet, has he? No, um, just so, so, yeah, you get the feeling that goals, a goal is going to be on the horizon because he takes a lot of shots. And yeah. I know they're a bit, specu- they're a bit speculative. They've got mm. a few of them from range, but um, he, he gets a lot of efforts in. You'd expect him to start this weekend as well. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not one for captain in defenders, but no. that's just been, that's been my kind of approach throughout yeah. my whole time playing FPL. And some people would have had success with players like Alexander Arnold mm. last year, and maybe yeah. even this year. Yeah, um, it's not necessarily for me, but you know, Cancelo. If you're going to captain a defender yeah. this week, um, he would be the prime candidate, wouldn't he? So, yeah, definitely. I think the uh, our focus on captaining, not captaining defenders, um, we perhaps you know every season we perhaps need to rejig that for certain mm. fixtures and certain candidates the likes of alexander arnold reese james for example cancelo yeah, they yeah. are so attacking they are so far up the pitch they are so good at the delivery the crossing um even the assist potential alone um you could be looking at just if there's a clean sheet and an assist there's going to be yeah. bonus and you're looking at a double digit haul immediately yeah there. yeah and if they're up again i mean everton you know we spoke about it um feel like a mid-table team maybe that isn't the fixture to do it with a Cancelo maybe no. it should be against a Norwich or a, yeah. a Watford or something like that but interesting all the same and um, you know De Bruyne as well but the only worry with somebody like De Bruyne again is minute management coming off the back of playing internationals yeah. Pep seems to be managing his fitness a little bit so um it was like a little bit of a risk, maybe. Um, th- I mean, there are some other candidates here, so it's not it's not just Salah, it's not just Kane and Son. Um, you know, there are is the likes of Ronaldo to consider the City assets. Um, I've written down in my notes here Bowen against Wolves. I mean, I'm really impressed with yeah. Bowen, and he's one of those players. Is uh, I would be annoyed with myself if I don't get him in my team at some point because he is yeah, brilliant. Actually, yeah. in FPL terms, the best West Ham asset, and I, I'm yeah. not I'm not that bothered with Wolves at the moment. I, I I think they're there for the taking. Yeah, this feels like a good fixture for the West Ham, mm. I think. I mean, um, Wolves have got better since Bruno Lard came in. And they're scoring more, they've got more mm. possession, but they also defend a lot higher up the yeah. pitch too. And that could be good for a team like West Ham. Yeah. Um, so good from set pieces, which helps Bowen as well, because mm. he is on some corners. Um, they've got a Bonner out now for the season, so Dawson will probably mm. come in another threat from set pieces to add to the, the South checks and it's a good fixture for Antonio as well. I think this one, um, not quite captain seemed material. I don't think, but if you own Antonio, I think um, mm. he's got some tough games coming up, but this is one that yeah. should feel comfortable playing him. I will myself. And, um, Definitely. and yeah, not bad fixture scored, scored yeah. for his country as well. I understand Jamaica. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, um, so new in the Jamaica squad and, and had got a goal there. Um, yeah. I've, I've got some um, we've got new management here so your team Villa yeah. uh, seeing yeah. Gerrard there but also Newcastle with Howe there uh, bringing the band back together with all, the, all his former Bournemouth players um, yeah. so th- there could be some goals there with a new manager bounce so with Villa against Brighton I put Trossard for Brighton but who, who would it be for Villa I'm not 
Well, no, I am saying it's someone hard. wants to take a risk on captain. A Villa fan it's, like yourself might want to captain a Villa player. It's, it's difficult because there's so many unknowns going into a new new era with a new manager, isn't there? Mm. I mean, I think Gerard will play a four three three. I think he's going to really like Watkins. I think Watkins mm. is going to emerge over the next couple of months as, as a really good mm. forward option. But it, but I don't know where Gerard's going to play him. Will he play him up front um, and benchings, or will he play mm. him from kind of like a wider position? Mm. I think I think Gerard always plays his wingers quite narrow, or he has done at Rangers, which will help, which would be fine for Watkins. But where will he play? Feels like we need to do a little bit of scouting yeah. first. But um, if you were going to captain a player from Villa, which I hadn't even considered before you asked me, Joe, I'd probably really? be looking at what probably looking at Watkins. I think um, okay. as the as the option. Um, feels like a tough game though, you know. Brighton, yeah. good defensive team, as you know, Joe. So yes. um, yeah, yeah, tough tough game. I can see that being a draw. Yeah, actually. I'm going to play Steel in this one. I think it's going to be nil. Yeah, nil. Um, yeah. I think it'll be a tight game. I'm uh, going to the game actually, so it'll be interesting ooh, to, to actually. Well, well in that case, I hope it's I hope it's a five-four thriller to Brighton then. Um, so you get well, to see lots four, of goals. Four all three. Yeah, <laughs> you get yeah, to see so, lots of goals for your team, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, Newcastle against Brentford. Uh, Wilson yeah. against Brentford. I I don't like the Brentford defence, <laughs> and I think Wilson. I mean, new manager bounce. That shot. That that looks good, like a good really option. good Maverick captaincy punt there. Yeah, good option, I think, Wilson. Now, if you're mm. going to get Wilson, now is the time to get it as well with the next four fixtures. There's no hanging around. I think you move this week for him and you play him for the next four and mm. um, he's on penalties. Um, Brentford have looked a little bit shakier over the past yeah. few weeks, haven't they? Um, is that um, is that going to continue or will they get... I mean, they were brilliant, weren't they, the opening weeks? Nobody yeah. would have been considered captain of no. anybody against Brentford in the first few weeks looking at how they played. Now that's slightly changed. Yeah. Um, but again, quite a few unknowns with Eddie Howe. How is he going to set up there? Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if um, Wilson got something at the weekend. No. I think he's a, he's a good forward option. Yeah. I, I did consider it as a replacement for Antonio. Mm. I don't think I'm going to do that this week. But no. um, but yeah, decent option. And uh, as well, new manager bounce at Norwich mm. as well. Um, although yeah. uh, I think I'd probably feel more confident captain a Southampton player than Indeed. A, a Norwich player. I'm going to go um, double double Southampton this team uh, if, if injuries. I'm sure. Uh, Livermento. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but, yeah. but but not uh, for the captaincy. Which um, and so, just finally yeah. for the captaincy, uh, Leicester Chelsea. I've just written down here too tough to call for the captaincy. What, yeah. is, I mean, is, is that a fair I assessment? Mean, yeah, we ran a um, big numbers article on the site last week, which. Um, basically has a look at all the recent statistics from the last kind of six, seven, eight game weeks. And um, Leicester have actually um, conceded a load of crosses from their left side over the past few mm. weeks, um, which could benefit somebody like Reese James. Um, although with Leicester, you never quite know how they're going to set up. Mm. Um, it feels, it does feel like a tougher game to call. It's the early kickoff as well after an international break. Might be a little bit of a slow mm. game to get started, maybe. Um yeah, it doesn't feel like a captaincy fixture, does it? No, no, a nice, a nice right, eve, uh, early evening on Saturday with um, reliable Mo Salah. Yeah, I think. looking forward to that. Look, one. that looks yeah. like where we're we're looking at. Um, but all of those who are intrigued by Kane, Son, Ronaldo, and others, I do think they are they are fair punts. But for for you and me, you know, we are some people um and are about who they're going to captain, but we're we're pretty much coming down to that. It's, it's going to be Salah for us um we're gonna have more tonight on the Scoutcast, uh discussing Kane and Son um and whether they can challenge um Salah um and also whether they're just in general worth getting in um but in the meantime thanks so much for um joining me Tom and thanks for all yes, of those sure. that uh, have joined us in the chat well over 400 of you thanks a lot for your time and um Tom 
Good luck with your decision to Captain Salah again. <laughs> Cheers, Jay. Thanks for having me. See you next week.